Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wrestle me, Mark! Wrestle me, Peter! Hello, my friend. Hello. Oh. How are you doing? I'm all right. got a bit of a bad tum-tum because drinking's back, baby, and oh. I am indulging. What are you drinking? You're drinking very tart wine. Very, very hot. <laughs> very hot vodka. Oh. Very hot vodka. Now, I've been drinking a lot of lagers. Nice. And Proseccos. Ooh. And then, um, all of yesterday, I decided just to eat um, pizza and roasts. Nice. And uh, this morning, my stomach was going... No more. About three weeks ago, Pete, I decided to give up eating meat. Right, okay. Something I've been thinking about for a while. Yeah. Mainly because mainly because I'm 45. Yes. All I do is eat meat. <laughs> and uh, I, I was beginning to like like get freaked out about uh, like animals and stuff. Yeah. I was sort of beginning to think, maybe, it's, <laughs> maybe I'm part of a horrible systematic genocide yeah. of stuff. I do that and then I go, oh, pepperoni. Yeah. <laughs> I have very consciously not looked into how cheese is produced. <laughs> Let me make that clear because that is all I am eating now. Right, okay. But even just going, oh, I'm not having bacon anymore. Yeah. What it means is there's less things I'm interested in eating. So I'm eating right. less. Yeah, okay. So even though I'm eating a lot of cheese, yeah. I'm still going, I'm losing weight. This <laughs> oh, is brilliant. Yeah. The vegetarians are so smug. And what what it's just because they go, We don't like our food, mm. but we're thin, aren't we? Uh, all of my friends who uh, turned uh, vegetarian, they became fatter because they just ate more chips. <laughs> they just thought chips are not off the menu. I'm gonna have some more. That is true. But mm. then look, good on you. look, I just I, you know, I'm feeling good. Yeah, I'm feeling damn good. good. So hang on. So you're just coming here, mm. knowing full well that yep. I've had a I've had a vomitous e- <laughs> evening and morning. You're coming here and talking about your newfound. I, I was eating a lot of pizza, <laughs> a lot of pizza, and, and that is any meat on a pizza is going to be at least a hundred percent cheaper than yeah. real meat. Oh yeah, it's going to be just they, all they do is just have the cows just walk towards threshing machines. <laughs> it's and just, just the shavings, there. isn't it's it? Shavings. shavings. They give it Italian names to cover the fact that it's like the English word is detritus. <laughs> I, I might not do it forever, I must admit. I might I might just sort of like... You know, maybe Take a bit off. I don't want my parents to find out. Right, okay. They'd I freak mean, out. Yeah, but they They'd sometimes be like, oh, live in France, don't they? Because of cheese. Yeah. yeah, so you'd be fine with there. Blood sausage. <laughs> blood sausage. Delicious <laughs> blood sausage. That weird white sausage. I don't even know what that is. Boudin. Chicken, what is Boudin it? Blanc. What's in it? Um, it's, I don't know. Is it just the normal stuff that they make black pudding, but it, they've, uh, is it only the white How blood cells? It, I don't but, know. But, but, but even the white blood cells, they're small, aren't they? How would you get rid of all the rest? <laughs> I don't, I don't it's know. It's just plasma. It's, it's the same as uh, Boudin Noir, the <laughs> black pudding, but what we do is we put handfuls of chalk in it. 
Yeah. Delicious chalk. Can, I cannot figure nah. that out, really. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Very, very weird. Um, yeah, so I, I have my um, my vaccine. I was just telling you, mm. but I have my vaccine. That absolutely wiped me the fuck out. Yeah. That was awful. The f- <laughs> it <laughs> but, really was. But I mean, get it done, everyone. Yeah. yeah but it, it, look, it's good that your body still has some fight in it. Yeah, well, that's and true. It's something that you probably told yourself wasn't possible. Your body <laughs> went, no, I'm not having this. I saw kick, a little kick off. advert on the back of a bus today, and it just said, get your vaccine. It said, it's uh, easy and free. Right. And I was looking at it, I was thinking, I mean, the free bit. I did look at that and I did, th- I did think, you know, you, th- it has to be free because it's not, I would not have paid for that. No, it was... and at source as well. I mean, somebody has to pay for it somewhere down the line. Yeah. And easy and free, it, it, it's not something you want, is it? No. It's like Easy Lover, the Phil Collins song they put on WrestleMania 2. Yes. It's just like, oh, disposable, easy, free yeah. entertainment. It, well, it, well, yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, look, I mean, it's, I think there's, there's something funny about this because all of those things, you mm. feeling sick, me feeling wiped out, all <laughs> of this, we've gone into watching the worst show <laughs> that I think we'll ever cover in WrestleMania. And right. I, 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 mean, I mean, this is... Pretty much on every level, it is the worst thing that WWE ever did. And that is in terms of what happens in the ring. Yeah. What happens outside the ring. Mm-hmm. That is ethically and what morally. What happens the Turkish... Uh, is it the Turkish embassy? I think it was the Turkish in, embassy. In Istanbul, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. That's, oh, no, sorry. Yeah, Saudi embassy in Istanbul. That's the one. Lovely, that's the order. That, that actually becomes a big part of this show, mm. uh, behind the scenes. Uh, this is the moment that it becomes actually impossible to defend WWE as a company. Mm. This is this is the thing you can always come back to if someone was saying, no, but you can always go, yeah, yes, but. yeah, but. <laughs> uh, and that is, the show is WWE's crown jewel 2018. Mm. Um, you hadn't, you, I don't think, were we doing WrestleMania? I think we probably were probably when were, this was yeah. on. Were you Super aware cool. of this in the background? No, all? I kind of get confused about this show on the show where Undertaker drops uh, thingy on his head. So, so, his head, so yeah. what was that, 2019? Was that later? Yes, so right, that was okay. Crown Jewel 2019. Right, that okay. took place uh, a year off. Are they sort of continuing with this? Did they do 20 and 21? Yes, or they, did? Right, they okay, are continuing with this. Because um, it was such a success that the, the three, <laughs> three or five hours I watched here. Good God. Well, what's what's amazing about this is uh, it's famous for, for the main event mm. and the main event is DX versus the Brothers of Destruction in mm. what has been like Chris Jericho for example says is the worst match he's ever seen <laughs> there's lots of people the four men in that match all agree that it's the worst <laughs> main event they've ever had in their lives right know? okay so across the board that is it but <laughs> the weirdest thing about that is that isn't the only problem with this show. Look, out of all of the things I saw in those four hours, I think this this it was up. I thought, look, nice to have Sean back. Do you know what was fucking crazy? Is I watched that and I was properly excited, going, "Yeah, this is the shittest match of all time. Yeah. I'm going to really enjoy this." It's not as bad as people remember. No, yeah, and it's also better than a lot of stuff that's on the show before. <laughs> yes, but nobody talks about the cowards. <laughs> um, this the thing that really, really struck home for me, and you'll know this from watching all those WrestleManias, mm. is just how how many events like this we've now seen. Mm. Where they they don't feel special. Yeah, the, no one's putting on uh, a show. They're all just going through the motions. Mm. Matches don't feel special in the slightest. The stars going against each other are working at about thirty percent, mm. and for some reason, it's all fine. That that scene as being yeah, that's a show that will do. Yeah, it's the stale era. So this morning, I, I had a, a quick thing. I was reading a book about Nitro, and they mentioned uh, WCW Nitro from April two thousand. Right, and there was a little bit, and it was talking about a reboot, and they're like, it was. A bit of a rating smash at a time when they had nothing. Yeah. But they were like, it is chaos. It is chaos. <laughs> they tried to do so much and 
it was an attempt, but you'd sort of go, there is 100% more stuff in there than it needs to be. Yeah. And I was like, do you know what? I'm going to have a quick watch of that. And it was chaos, yeah. and it was bad, and it was hard to watch, but it was so much better than the show that we've watched Crown Jewel. Mm. It's widely regarded as being the beginning of the end for WCW, where it's all just going haywire, there's no control, everyone's <laughs> gone b- bananas and berserk. Brilliant. It was fucking Let's thrilling. Let's do that next on the Patreon. Oh, honestly, on. Pete, it was brilliant. It was so much fun. And then I put on a pay-per-view that followed that Raw. Yeah. And again, from this period that's seen as being the very worst that wrestling has to offer, the, the, the worst of booking, and all of the stars are both out of control, they're greedy, they're egotistical, they aren't cooperating with one another, and they don't want to work. Mm. Every single person in that was giving 100%. <laughs> Every single person was was looking like they wanted to win, and the crowd were reacting in a way that you've just not seen for years. Yeah, That is seen as being the worst of wrestling. That's the sort of, you know, the, the, the way it is portrayed. Late 2000 WCW. Yeah. And it was 50 times better yeah. than what we had to sit well, th- through. Th- this is the worst of wrestling, and it's kind of the blueprint for the empty room shows that we've had under yeah, COVID. Yeah, it really is. Ways, because the crowd are not interested in, f- in the hall. What's really funny is, watching this, in a weird way, the corona pandemic it saved WWE <laughs> to some degree, because what it did was it took away those dead crowds. Mm. And this show, the crowd are... Appalling. It's it's it's. I I just love the fact that that you know the kids in the bleachers at the back. Yeah. But then the main people you can see are just the minted people it. with lazy boy chairs, and they all insist on having the same big lazy boy chairs. Meaning there's fewer <laughs> people near the ring, fewer noise. It is a shit show. It is a hundred percent worth <laughs> saying, Pete, that the people who are in the bleachers mm. are proper fans mm. they are they are young they are cheering mm. they are pleased to be there yeah they have made the decision that they would like to come and see this yeah and absolutely 100 percent. i have solidarity with those fans <laughs> and i wish them nothing but the best when you see the people who are sitting in the front rows yeah the shakes mm. who are not interested in being there mm. who spend the entire time either on their phones Just or with their backs to, to the rings <laughs> talking to each other uh, uh, if you are like it's a flight yeah <laughs> if you like are so f- powerful <laughs> then how have you ended up going to a wrestling event that you didn't want to go to it's like a work night out it, it just is. seems like everyone just feels compelled to do it you know because it's just politically the thing to do the, the, the Seth Rollins uh, match he has against I think Dolph Ziggler mm. is a classic if you want to see wrestling with the backs of shakes in the, in the things. <laughs> they have no interest in what is going on. It is such a bad look. Um, let's let's just put this into the context of, of how it came about, because mm. it is an important part of why this show is so disgusting. Um, in early 2018, the WWE had begun a 10-year strategic multi-platform partnership mm. uh, with the General Sports Authority in Saudi Arabia. Mm. And it was part of a thing called Saudi Vision 2030, which is their, Saudi Arabia's attempt to open up slightly. What they're doing is a lot of pop concerts, lots of sports events, and it's an attempt to, to sort of reform some of the more repressive elements of mm. what is a repressive and cruel regime. Mm. Um, the first event that the WWE put on under that was the Greatest Royal Rumble, uh, and that was held in Jeddah in April 2018. Uh, we were going to do that today, but that is a 50-man Royal Rumble, and Royal Rumbles, we found doing WrestleMania, are really difficult. Quite fun. To do. <laughs> <laughs> Quite fun and difficult, actually. Yeah, yeah there, is some, there is some great stuff in there that, yeah. that we, I would love to come back to one day. <laughs> um, but this one is, is, is better Mm. for what happens around it. Mm. Or sort of worse, much worse. <laughs> so when they did the, the, the Greatest Royal Rumble, there was a lot of 
criticism because of WWE were producing this event for Saudi Arabia. Mm. And the reasons for that is there were accusations, of course, against Saudi Arabia for severe human rights abuses, which have been going on for for decades. Um, It also included leading a war of attrition in the Yemen and suppression of women's rights. Um, Now, Crown Jewel takes place on the 9th of November 2018, and that was a month after the murder of the journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Mm. So Khashoggi was a Saudi dissident. He was a journalist who had worked for the Washington Post, and he was a critic of the Saudi regime. Um, he was assassinated, as you said, Pete, in the in the uh, Saudi consulate in Istanbul. Mm. Um, he was murdered by agents of the Saudi government. Um, some 15 members of that hit team were closely associated uh, and connected to Mohammed bin Salman, who is the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. Um, and the Saudi government had attempted to cover up the killing. The CIA determined that bin Salman himself had ordered that murder. Um, in the wake of this, of course, which was a huge international story, mm. the WWE were they faced some calls to cancel this event. To, to carry on doing it. Um, they managed to unite both US Democrat and Republican politicians <laughs> who criticised the, the fact that they were going ahead with this Saudi show. No filibuster. No, no mean fate. <laughs> no. Um, there was a big thing because at the time, Linda McMahon was uh, the administrator of the Small Business Administration, mm. um, one of Donald Trump's strange sort of decisions to, to appoint McMahons into positions of power. Um, and some people said, well, that took it from being a private company to being something that was actually... If you have a leading American political figure mm. whose company is putting on a um, uh, an event in Saudi Arabia, that gives the Saudis a little bit of rub from the American political establishment. Yeah. So obviously it becomes more of an issue. Um, <laughs> Linda McMahon was caught by TMZ uh, at an airport and they asked her about this. And she said, if you want to talk WWE, you're talking to the wrong McMahon. I don't run it and I'm not responsible for it. You gotta talk to Vince. <laughs> Just... <laughs> complete sort of not not a sense of yes this is a serious issue mm. just that hucksterism is great yeah and she was in the WWE a fair bit wasn't she oh yeah oh yeah yeah uh, she's taken a couple of stunners in her time yeah they end up getting a load of stuff on John Oliver um, mm. he did it on his show uh, which was last week tonight he did a big thing about the WWE providing pro Saudi uh, um, and propaganda mm. this is a big breakthrough mainstream media moment for the WWE to some degree <laughs> and it is all just bad yeah um, the stock WWE stock dropped 20% in a single week mm. um, that is the thing that really makes them sit up and take notice um, what they did was they continued to promote the Crown Jewel show but they removed every single reference to Saudi Arabia from any of the uh, publicity as being the place where you know the location of the place, show right. yeah so it's not mentioned at all in the event yeah but, I think you hear Jeddah once yeah and <laughs> I think it. they're slightly relying on the fact that you might not know Jeddah is Saudi Arabia yeah and also if you're gonna if you're gonna suddenly go his excellency and then just show a guy in a chair <laughs> yes. where are we yeah exactly I mean there, there are a lot of shakes present <laughs> yeah, um, on October the 19th which was the day that tickets went on sale the Saudi government confirmed the death of Khashoggi within the consulate uh, WWE.com removed the ticket information um, they, they, you know just their whole thing about just going let's just hide it yeah let's, let's just <laughs> hide it if you're hiding something you're always in the wrong it's just <laughs> terrible um, if you're hacking it up with a bone saw <laughs> yes. which is what happened in the uh, in the consulate it's a disgusting disgusting series of events mm. um, WWE a week later uh, once the the uh, murder of Khashoggi had been confirmed um, they released a statement saying that the event would go on as planned 
Uh, they said WWE has operated in the Middle East for nearly 20 years and has developed a sizable and dedicated fan base. Considering the heinous crime committed at the Saudi consulate in Istanbul, the company faced a very difficult decision as it relates to its event scheduled for November the 2nd in Riyadh. Similar to other US-based companies who plan to continue operations in Saudi Arabia, the company has decided to uphold its contractual obligations to the General Sports Authority and stage the event. Mm. Amazing ability there to just go... Something horrible's happened. We have thought long and hard about this. Business as usual. <laughs> there's, there's no sort of sense of saying how we came to that yeah. decision. Speaking on Sky Sports, Stephanie McMahon, uh, she made it clear. She said it was an incredibly... They've never had so much telly. <laughs> They've never had such mainstream telly. Incredibly tough decision, given that heinous act, she said. But in the end, it was strictly a business decision. Yeah, that thing of going, yeah, is awful. But and we will launder someone's reputation if there was, for cash. Look, if there was no money involved, of <laughs> course we'd run a mile. But what you've got to understand is we wanted the money. Yeah. Under any other circumstances, <laughs> we would not be doing business with these people. <laughs> but a man in a kefir just turns up with a big old suitcase full of gold. With You see, we're not interested in the suitcase <laughs> or the room. What you've got to understand is just... the money and the gold. <laughs> Come on. It is an amazing thing to... Uh, again, one of those things that they can't hide the reason they're doing it. Yeah. They can't say... <laughs> And, and, and what they what they did do is they began getting a lot of celebrity, uh, sorry, not celebrity, superstars out to the furthest thing. The, the idea that JBL is a celebrity, not true. <laughs> JBL goes on to uh, a couple of shows on Fox News and says, uh, you know, the, the party line from the company is, we're doing this because we want to promote change. Yes, uh, okay, right, yeah. yeah. That is, uh, it, was, uh, it was also something repeated by Randy Orton, Ronda Rousey and Mark Henry. But that is always the defence, isn't it? Mm. That you just go, yeah, you know, of course, of course I'm hanging out with Peter Sutcliffe. You know, <laughs> and yes, Peter Sutcliffe is giving me money. I am promoting a non-murderous <laughs> How How do you think Peter Sutcliffe's going to change Yeah, if people like me don't hang out with him? If he's in prison with a load of other murderers, so I write what's to him? he going to... <laughs> So I so I write to him and we exchange stories and fantasies. <laughs> How is Peter going to change? But the, but this is the sort of like uh, chat you see a lot in football, which is of course a much financially more lucrative uh, market. Mm. You might argue, and uh, they, they they don't have a problem with it. <laughs> to be yeah. quite frank. I mean, Newcastle United, my football team, obviously had uh, Mohammed bin Salman. That that was uh, there was a, an offer in the works reportedly and all this stuff. And and uh, yeah, it was it was very much in the situation where where as a Newcastle fan yeah. I, don't, I don't want him in charge of the club most uh, you know free thinking Newcastle fans would probably feel the same but the way that um, MBS has, has has sort of laundered his own personal brand and certainly did it in London about four, four or five yeah. years ago do you remember there was like pictures of him all around London I do yeah um, spent a lot of money on that he's worked a long time and, and that's what makes it weirder that he would risk all of that for the sake of some dissident for the sake of, sake of some of Jamal Khashoggi it, it doesn't make any sense no it doesn't but, but I mean you know that's it's rich people, isn't it? They, <laughs> they, go, they, they, go, they go absolutely bananas. <laughs> they really do. Oh, man. Uh, Mark Henry, he said, um, I'm a firm believer in not leaving people out to dry. Our fans, they want to see you. Give our fans what they want. Um, and again, that whole thing about going, well, we've got to do it for the fans. Mm. Why, why, why isn't WWE on in Hull? Hmm? Yeah. 
Why why isn't it on in I don't know Nairobi? You know, <laughs> because what it always comes down to is the money. Mm. If Nairobi fun, suddenly found 60 million dollars, they'd be in Nairobi. <laughs> if Hull found 60 million dollars, they'd be in Hull. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's a horrible horrible disgusting thing. What this does of course is this throws out the it, it reminds you that you aren't dealing with your friends and chums. It reminds you that WWE is a cold and ruthless business that is doing stuff that is actually so horrible. I mean, it's just a, a, a month after he was murdered. They're like, we will still go there. Mm. What it did as well was it actually showed some some people in the company as well were are to be applauded. So John Cena, he was supposed to be taking part in their World Cup tournament. Uh, and he had said it was an honour and a privilege to compete in Saudi Arabia during the Greatest Royal Rumble. Um, he w- refused to work this show mm. in the wake of the Khashoggi murder. But again, again, if you... Uh, and I, I sort of have less kind of um, stake in, in the ones who are absolutely minted and who are yeah. almost bigger than the company because they will have independent um, PR companies. They will have yeah. independent and, um, and- voices going... Get the fuck away and, from and, this And part. WWE aren't going to go, okay, well, John, we're going to move you down the card. Yes. We won't tell you about it, but it'll happen. Mm. It's not going to happen. No. It was exactly the same with Daniel Bryan. Mm. He was supposed to be facing AJ Styles, and he said, no, I'm not going. And they were like, okay, well, you go. And the last one who happened was Roman Reigns. Yeah. So what's happened in this period as well is is something which is which we, we haven't really talked about because where we are chronologically, it hasn't happened yet. Right. But uh, in this period, Roman Reigns uh, finds that he has been given a, uh, a diagnosis of leukemia returning. He had childhood leukemia and he has suddenly found out it's it's back. Mm. And so he has had to step away from wrestling and he's uh, relinquished the title. He was supposed to be, originally this was going to be Lesnar versus Strowman versus Reigns for the belt. When Reigns has to step down, they make it just Strowman versus Lesnar. But, um, what had been reported, and it was reported months later, was that um, Reigns uh, had originally informed Vince McMahon before he'd relinquished the belt that he was not going to work this show. Mm. So all of the big guys, with the exception, let's make clear, of your like Brock Lesnar's, who yeah. easily, who continually says, "I don't want to go. I don't. <laughs> I'm not going to do that." And they have to yeah. just go, "Yeah, fine." This one, he's like, "Fair enough. <laughs> I will do this one." They paid him. Three million dollars, Jiminy Brock Lesnar, to wow. take part in that match where he does five moves. Jeez, just amazing. That's br- I mean, look, uh, come on, it, every man has a price. Shawn Michaels, three million dollars. <laughs> Undertaker, two million dollars. Yeah, this is what they get because this show, the Saudis uh, have paid sixty million dollars. Yeah, uh, for this one show, which mm. is actually more than WWE have brought in for previous WrestleManias. Yeah, I mean, it really is just a a massive payday. Yeah, they are. They've been paid enough that they will look bad in public because they just want the lolly. It's so (laughs) unbelievable. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, five days before this show takes place as well, there's another uh, pay-per-view happens. Uh, which is the Evolution pay-per-view, mm. which is an all-women... In Korea. <laughs> <laughs> an all-women pay-per-view. Um, that uh, uh, had, had taken place to good reviews. Mm. Really, you know, it's a, it's a good little pay-per-view. Mm. Uh, what people began realising was they went, it's interesting you had an all-female pay-per-view five days before you go to a company uh, to a country which will not allow the women to perform. Mm. Uh, um, Ren- Renee Young was allowed to commentate, Mark. With, <laughs> she, with, uh, she, very, she, she was wearing a jumper up. that covered her palms. Yeah, interesting. Sexy, sexy palms. palms. <laughs> <laughs> Renee Young's sexy palms. <laughs> but Triple H had to deny that evolution was a counterpoint to the Saudi Arabian show. Uh, he said that uh, the WWE's female performers deserved the opportunity for that showcase and that it was simply the right time for this to happen. It, that right time has never happened again. They've never done another one. Right. Uh, it was just a one-off where the women got to do a show that everybody loved and then they were like, well, that's that's done. Now let's go to Saudi. <laughs> yeah. um, the, uh, the It did take uh, the, until the following year, Crown Jewel 2019, uh, when they, Natalia and Lacey Evans did actually have a, uh, mm. a female match wearing, you know, uh, essentially tracksuits yeah. uh, that entirely covered them. Um, after all of that kerfuffle, and, and horror and bad headlines and blood and murder. Um, the event itself was uh, just met with pitiful reviews. I mean, it is just appalling. Um, Forbes, I found a, a review from the day after, and Forbes mm. said... A w- lot, lot, lot of big newspapers, I find, getting involved in this one. They've yeah. never done wrestling reviews yeah. before. Well, oddly, Forbes is one that is really interesting. Oh, really? They're okay. obviously a bit like, like, like the, the Daily Star they realise, oh, a lot of people come to our site for the wrestling stuff. And so they've, they've sort of amped that up. Yeah. You can see it quite a bit in, um, in, in America. So papers, Forbes especially often talks about stuff you wouldn't imagine <laughs> oh, they cool. would. Um, they said WWE did not need any propaganda for the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia to put on a pay-per-view that was, in a word, shameless. It was a tough feat. <laughs> 
But despite WWE avoiding Saudi mentions and doing everything it could to distance itself from the host city, the pay-per-view still managed to garner intense backlash from purely a booking standpoint. <laughs> um, out of 10, it's got 0.9 as a mark on cage match, which is how most things are done. Mm. No pay-per-views have got that low. No. It is just... Yeah, there would always be something, presumably. Yeah. I mean, this is this is a genuine legitimate contender for the worst major mm. show in, in, in modern wrestling well, history. The, the dark match is um, Nakamura Rusev. Apparently that was all right. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, the, that's the one that sort of tends to get the three stars. Yeah. Um, I, I could not bring myself to look at the pre-show for this. Yeah. I just, I felt it was going to be bleak and terrible. <laughs> and it really is. But I mean, with that sort of sense of it being so sort of cynical and money hungry and with the really insipid booking mm. and the sort of dreadful fucking curveball endings of bits of it yeah. and with the main event I mean it is really difficult to say that there's even one thing in the show which is a little bit of a highlight yeah and, and to be honest I mean somewhat, it was the World Cup wasn't it so they're all competing for the World yeah. Cup yeah um, I think like the sport's most prestigious World <laughs> Cup <laughs> well look where they're going next yeah well I mean <laughs> I, 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 there is a part of me that wonders if they didn't bring in the World Cup so that when people typed in you know yep. Saudi Arabia World yep, Cup yep, Middle yep, East yep, World yep, Cup yep. that gives WWE a chance at being in the Google yep. sort of you know no, fractals. I agree. Um, the show is three hours and forty-one minutes long. It does feel every <laughs> single bit of that. It really is. And you know, the crowd, the crowd are, are not interested in this no. at all. It's uh, the, the guys that you can see, you know, in, in the normal seats. As I said, you know, they are young and they are into it. Yeah. But the the problem is, it is just dominated by a a sort of you know a visible front row who have no just interest in this. It is funny how a crowd that have no interest in it just make you go like a herd animal. <laughs> that you just go, herd not interested. I must also not be interested. I must look away. Um, yeah. It's uh, just bored and and sort of distant looking people. You just, you, but you just almost sort of think because the, um, the, the excellency, his excellency, I forget his name, apologies, but he, he was the one who's, who's, who's tried to sort of, um, modernize. I think he's, he's the, he's the president of Mr. Al Turkey Al Sheikh. Yes, it yeah. is, yeah. Uh, Al-Hilal, he owns, and I think he also owns a Spanish team as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's trying to sort of do that thing, you know, I, I mean, it's sports washing effectively, but he, he's the one who's kind of like run that side of things. But, like if everyone's there to impress him, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're there. Make it look like you're into it. He's brought this here, yeah. so get into it. Don't get on your blackberries. But, but then when they show him, you see, there's a bit. He where... doesn't look that into it. No, not at all. He has a look of both someone who is very used to to being introduced at big stadiums yeah. and a crowd having to applaud. <laughs> and he also looked like the sort of person who is just going. I must make it clear to everybody here that I have the power of life and death and that I, <laughs> I control your futures in my hands. He he, he was born in 1981, right. uh, which makes him 39, I think, when this was filmed. Yeah. And I did look at that and I thought, you look a lot older. You look, he, you look yeah, like yeah. you're in your 50s because sinister people don't tend to be in their 30s. <laughs> there was something, um, yeah, very... Uh, he just, I mean, don't turn up to stuff that you... If he'd have just waved... Yeah, you'd have gone. Oh, that was sort of nice, but instead you look at it and you just go, "That journalist got murdered, didn't he?" You know, everyone's being sinister. Everyone, stop being sinister. Be nice. This is supposed to be about welcoming 
you know, and opening up. <laughs> Can't sit there looking like a Bond villain. <laughs> it's the chairs, I swear. It's the big, comfy, lazy boy chairs. chairs. Oh, oh, such a bad decision. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. man. The crowd do like the entrances. When the entrances happen, everyone's like, yes. This'll do. And then they're like, the wrestling, and they're like, no. No, not interested not, in that. Not interested in that at all. Um, we kick off the show with the Saudi and the American uh, national anthems. Uh, imagine that's the first time they've been played together outside of like a conference where they then talk about how to make things work. You know, quite nice to hear. We are building the uh, pipeline from yeah. Bahrain. We to... look forward to a long and prosperous relationship. Um, I, I thought that was quite nice in a way because I think had you done that in America anyway, they would have been booing mm. of, of, you know, the Saudi one. It was yeah. nice to sort of hear the American national anthem being played in the Middle East and it being taken as just being yeah, hands true. across the water. Yeah, I like that. Um, uh, and out comes, of course, uh, the return after three years. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. He's uh, he is apparently the host of this show. Yeah, he's seen once. Yes, he is. And he comes out <laughs> and he just goes, "Hey, brother, Hulkamania." Does his peck? Does his uh, yeah. does his flexing, flexes and then fucks off. Yeah, he has a couple of bits where he throws his ear to the crowd, yeah. and the first time they go, "Yeah," and he's like, "Fucking yes, I'm back." And he does it the second time, and there's nothing. So he has to sort of point at the others and go, "They were better." Do it again, uh, and, and you know, you can see how he works a crowd. He's yeah. he's very good at working crowds. Hogan, um, he was the crowd are excited to see him. Yeah, of course. I mean, it was it was the biggest pop pretty much. All yeah, night. but I mean, not as excited as Hogan is to be back. Yeah. So this is his return. Um, they had to bring him back on this show because they had to begin slowly seeing if they could. You know, work with him again to see how it would work yeah. not so much with Hogan but see how it would be received yeah uh, and the Turns reality out, is if you, if I mean this was to... a good show to bury bad news <laughs> on wasn't it you know um, he of course had been uh, caught using racial language during the surreptitious filming of a sex tape I mean yeah. what a string of dignity enhancing <laughs> revelations there um, uh... I think there is uh, probably as well this was a place where racism certainly the way that i think you know the modern western world would re- relate to it i think you know in saudi there is a sense of it not being quite so important mm. um it's uh, um i mean you know it's, uh, it's down, down the, a very long list of, of things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had a quick look and I thought, well, when I say that, I just want to make sure that I'm not, you know, overstepping the mark. And um, uh, 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 Saudi Arabian government officials and state religious leaders do often promote the idea that Jews are conspiring to take over the entire world and they will frequently cite the fictional work, The Protocols of the Elders of Zion. Oh, someone's um, been on the internet. Yeah. Someone's been on QAnon. Someone's been down the dark web and, and printed it out. Um in 2019, so the following year, the Saudi Arabians uh, would ask the WWE to take Sami Zayn off the Super Showdown event mm. um, because of his uh, Syrian ethnicity. So I think there was a sense of going, well, you know, Hogan will come along. He's only been racist. I think there they'll sort of go, this is just a sort of normal thing. You know, <laughs> some people feel that way. Yeah, um, I, th- I think his biggest crime uh, in this show is that uh, his sunglasses that he has bought uh, with him his head was half the size when he first bought those sunglasses <laughs> that's kind of yellow oakley he, he's got on he does he does look good <laughs> he just still looks good yeah he just yeah. he just looks right mm. and and uh, what's interesting of course is they didn't then bring him back straight away in america <laughs> and sort of go here he is he's mm. back and he's rehabbed and everything mm. um by the time uh, they br- bring him back it's the last wrestlemania just gone right and he uh, is roundly booed mm. when he comes out and so it is that funny thing of I think what you can see here is you see him going, oh, I'm back, brother. Mm. Thank God that nightmare's over. Yeah. The nightmare of my own creation because of my own thoughts and mm. stupid words. 
And of course, it's it's not. So when you see him coming back and he's pleased, I did slightly look at it and I sort of felt sorry for him. Yeah. Not not for what he'd done, but I felt sorry for him for sort of going, ah, you, you thought this was it. Didn't you thought you? you were back. Yeah. You thought you were unstoppable. You yeah. ain't back, brother. <laughs> you ain't back, brother. He's got he's got lovely um kind of he's had his hulky haircut. Mm. It's nice and straight. It's very a bit too he's got, straight. He's got very thin but not fine hair no yet. I don't know what it is I don't think it's human hair <laughs> I think it's a, a sort of silk he should, it should have left him a long time ago because it, uh, he didn't really I'm sure he did <laughs> I'm sure he did what well, well, he spends he spends like 19 hours a day lying on the beach frazzling <laughs> He's got a long period of taking steroids, and he's and he's been bald since his twenties. I do not think he's got a fringe no. of hair at the back, but that somehow can, managed to survive. I guess he could sort of just keep his kind of um, his bandana on and mm. just have the hair attached to that. I suppose I don't know. That's I, like a see, bandana I think, with I hair. That, I, think that, I think that was done at one point. I think he did have a bandana fringe right. that was that was fictional at the back. <laughs> but I mean, look, you know, he does. He he. Yeah, he does look quite good. Yeah, he's recognisably Hogan-esque. Yeah, he's, he doesn't look he doesn't look completely gigantic. He understands that he needs to keep those pythons in check, and he's doing that thing of not going. I'm a hard man now. Mm. He's very much like I'm a clown. <laughs> I'm, I'm a clown that sort of welcomes you. That that that's sort of fine. Um, he was actually one of the the reasons yeah. they brought him back as well. Is is the the Saudi government the people who have been involved in putting it together? Mm. Uh, they did sort of remember wrestling a couple of them, mm. and so the people they'd asked for the names they'd originally asked for. Hulk Hogan um, I think the British Bulldog and Yokozuna right. and so they had to sort of explain well two of them are, are long dead <laughs> um, but we might be able to do Hogan we could, uh, we could give somebody the Warrior Award a man, warrior who obviously had very strong feelings but about they, people they, from Saudi Arabia you can dress anyone up as the Warrior <laughs> they did it in the WCW in the 90s they had the Renegade you know just bring him over <laughs> although unfortunately he has also left us oh never mind what a what a nice ending for what has been I would argue one of the horriblest shows we've ever done um, and uh, Pete I am delighted to say we didn't even get to the first match. Uh, so look, that this is... is what we're like with our first shows. We get too excited. <laughs> we start talking about everything around the show. Uh, that is a bucket list thing ticked off for me. <laughs> when I when I had my vaccine, vaccine, I thought I was going to die, Pete. I was yes. lying there and I was thinking the, the only regret I have... I must tweet the, the picture of the card <laughs> before I die. The only regret I had is that we'd never done a WrestleMania that didn't cover a single match. And now, Pete, that's been ticked off and, I, and I feel great. I'm sure we've done that before, haven't we? Oh, I'd forgotten. Yeah, several times. <laughs> Obviously didn't mean anything to me. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, wrestle me, Peter! This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.